Yo, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Let's Be Real Sportscast. I'm your host, Joe Mambu. This your boy, Big Sherm. Episode 100. Yes, I sir. Was, I, I wish it was that it was in a better space, but hey, nonetheless, we're here. We're grinding for y'all. Right. And, uh, go ahead, my man. Aren't we supposed to be getting a new studio soon? Yes, we are. Yes, we I are. Can't, I can't wait for that. As soon, yeah. as, soon as, as soon as this room is over. Well, y- y'all about to open back up tomorrow, right? You guys are opening back up tomorrow, like New York? Because I'm not in New York? That, that, that's, that's what I hear. Okay, so that's good. Uh, all right, guys. So this episode is 100, okay? That's a milestone. That is fantastic. And this episode is called Obreez. And <laughs> Obreez, like, uh, oh you, my you God. know what? I'm highly disappointed in Drew Brees. Uh, Why? Why are you disappointed? Listen, it just his. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I mean, for obviously, but why are you disappointed? I want to hear this. I just, I just expected better from him, uh, because I'm a huge fan of the player Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Uh, his stance on the flag, I'm totally against that. Like, it did not make any sense to me because it wasn't it wasn't about what it was really what what was really it's about the uh, Colin Kaepernick's message was about police brutality and what was going on at the time now he said this now he said this before in 16 about it yeah and even then people were like dude that's not what this is about and then yeah he don't get it and then again in 2020 he goes off and he says the same exact thing like, dude, and this is why Richard Sherman came out and said, dude, you're missing the entire point altogether. That's not what this is about. His own, his own teammates were ethering him. His new teammate, Emmanuel Sanders, ethered him. Yeah. Michael Thomas ethered him. Michael Jenkins got on, got on, got on his social media and ethered him yeah. because you're missing the mark. Now I I really believe Drew was trying to be trying to be like oh hey guys don't this is not what no, Drew did you, have you not seen the video of what's going on have you not seen the protests that have been going on for weeks now for you know, weeks he, he can't he can't identify with it you know um, I think the thing with Drew Brees and a lot of players in his position is that. They're not in the trenches, so they don't understand. Uh, I know in 2020, you really can't be ignorant to what's going on. I know people still are. I'm not condemning people for them being ignorant, but you should really try to do your due diligence and understand what's going on in the world, right? Of course. But in the reality, it won't affect Breeze. It won't affect his kids, his family, right? And, and you got to look at it this way. They came back when he came back with an apology. A lot of people. A lot yeah. of people didn't be like, "I right, whatever, man." Like, it's like, and like for him playing on the Saints this year, it's like going to work. It's like, all right, we're gonna work with, we, we're gonna work, like we're gonna work together. Yeah. But there ain't gonna be no high fives and all this great speeches and everything like that. It's like, yeah, listen, we clock in, we do a job, yeah, and when we're done, we out. No talking, no nothing. We done. It's, it's yeah, it's gonna be like that. I mean, honestly, after that statement. That Drew Brees said, and the apology, I, I I get it. He had to, you know, kind of 
say fake. So I understand. Yeah, he had to backtrack. But man, I wouldn't even play football this season. Like, I get it. You're still good, but bruh, it's gonna be real tough for you in that locker room. And a lot of cats are not gonna look at you as a leader because how can you be the leader and not empathize with your teammates or understand where they're coming from? You see, the problem with Drew Brees and a lot of other people who aren't white allies is that they can't empathize nor sympathize with us, right? They can't understand because they only look at things for their lens from their lens, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect them. So, I mean, it was it was like the, it was like what Masai Ujiri said, and I love when he said it. Right? He's like, "Yo, something happens. Some another black person get killed. We're up in arms. After a while, tension eases up. Life goes back to normal until it happens again. Right? It's true. It's 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 true. Yeah. It's, so it's true. Unfortunately, it's true. Yeah. So my thing is is like. If Masai Ujiri can understand that, and he's black, right? Drew Brees doesn't have any inclination or not any inclination of caring about what we're really going through. Like, yes, he can see what's happening, right? Because he has eyes, Mm -hmm. right? He can have conversations, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really affect him. So it's a conversation that he also feels uncomfortable about because he's like, shit. Like, m- my people caused this shit. You know what I mean? But, um, but, but yeah, he, he was even blinded by that because, again, it's about kneeling for the flat. It was but, about... It was, it, he, he, called, he said, oh, I'd be very... Hurt. And I'm paraphrasing because I can't go word for what he said. Yeah. But he basically, I'm paraphrasing saying, anybody who kneels for the flag, I can't mess with. I'm I got like, you. I got you. you. You want the statement? I got you, man. Oh, he said, uh, so Drew Reed said, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Let me just tell what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played. And when I look at the flag of the United States, that's when he goes on about his two grandfathers fighting in World War Two. <clears throat> I'm just paraphrasing at this point, mm-hmm. uh, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. See, the problem I have with that statement, right, is make it better for who? Because your grand your grandfathers weren't the only ones that fought in World War II. There were black people who their grandfathers fought in World War II as well. And That's when right. they came back, they definitely didn't get the same treatment. They got treated like garbage. Yeah. Like the uniform didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, yeah, we're going to try to make the world a better place. But Drew Brees has to understand that not only people that look look like him live in this world. So the flag doesn't mean the same thing to everyone. For, for some people, the flag is a symbol of injustice to black people. And it is, right? Because exactly. our, gov- our government shows time and time again, especially with this jackass in office, that they, he doesn't give a fuck, right? He'll play up, he'll play it up in his favor, but he really doesn't give a fuck about anybody but himself. And I get it for Drew Brees, different lifestyle from Jenkins and all the other people. Brees doesn't understand, and I don't think he cares enough to understand, right? Because that conversation for him is uncomfortable. And he just want to continue to do what he does and what he knows, right? And mm-hmm. being about God and country 
in his lens. Right. And the problem is, is like, yo, you have to, if you're in the trenches with these guys, right, who majority are black, you have to yo, yo, about, have conversations with them about this stuff. Right. You know what I'm I mean, saying? You don't have to per se, but you would think it would have came up. I think I think we're talking I think we're to the point where you need to have conversations about this. Like if you're they're your coworkers, you have to build this continuity, you have to build this camaraderie. You 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 should talk to them about the things that trouble them, right? Because they're just not football players. They're like people they're just, yeah, they're just not athletes, right? So you have to have these conversations. If you're the leader of the team, which the QB is, uh, and I think Breeze just took a big misstep, and I think he was in his feelings and his ego and his pride because – and that's the thing. It's like – so you got people like Drew Breeze who is like, well, kneeling for the flag is disrespectful. And then you got a man named Nate Boyer who's a ex-Green Beret who actually told Kaepernick to kneel, Right. It, it was a way for it, like he wanted to represent something how, yeah. how, how he wanted to protest because before yeah. he was sitting on the bench. Yeah, he was sitting on the bench and he was a little disheartened. Uh, Nate Boyer, who's the ex, uh, who's the ex Green Beret, was a little disheartened because he felt like Cat was being disrespected. And then he had a conversation with Cat, right? Because you should have conversation with people to 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 better understand and empathize with them and say, "Hey, Cat, how about you do it like this?" So if Nate Boyer who served in the military is telling Cap to protest this way, and Cap goes about this. I don't understand why all other white motherfuckers can't get it. Right? Like, all right, Breeze, your grandfather served in the military. You did not. So I need you to shut all the way to fuck up. Right? Because the way Cap is, is protesting, Nate Boyer, who was a military personnel, told him. To hey, how about suggested? How about doing it this way? So I don't understand why why he I don't even understand why people are up in arms about Cap kneeling in the first place because it had nothing to do with disrespecting the flag. Nothing, absolutely nothing. Had nothing to do with it, and it was just it's ridiculous to me, and I'm just tired of the narrative of that Cap was disrespecting the flag. No, he was protesting police brutality, which is a serious itch, issue. In it's, this country. Serious it's, it's, issue. And, and that's why where we are today. And that's yeah. why what you said about Masai Jerry, this is not going away. Yeah. This time in this day and age, this is not going away. The convictions yeah. were cool. They got the convictions for the police officers. They're you mean still arrest? Ar arrest. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Arrest. Let's, let's get the convictions, though. That's what I'm talking about. Right. But th that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. And this is, and these marches will not stop. It's not going to stop. Yeah. And it's not only going on here. It's going on all around the world now. 50 states, 18 countries. All around the world. We're sick of it. Yeah. We're just sick of it. That's enough, man. And listen, I hope, like, you know, Drew Brees, he issued an apology. Um, And I hope, like, I get it. When you fuck up, you want to immediately correct the mistake. The only thing, I'm not going to bash Drew Brees over his head because there's plenty of people that's going to do that for the entire season, right? Physically mm -hmm. and mentally. Like, <laughs> those linebackers, those defensive ends, those defensive tackles, you may get a corner blitz that's going to light his ass up, right? 
again, these court, the quarterbacks are protected solely. But like, to your point, they probably ain't gonna give a damn. Yeah, they probably all, not gonna give a damn. <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm saying is, I'm not gonna join the rest with beating up Drew Brees. Like, listen, all I hope is that the apology is sincere. Right? That's all I hope. Like, I don't know, and I'm not gonna go into depth about if it's sincere or not by reading the paragraphs because there are a couple paragraphs with the apology but i just hope that he is sincere because i don't before this there was no track record of me thinking drew Brees was a bad guy so people make missteps in life right hopefully the apology is sincere and listen i listen i, I feel i feel i i i people people are gonna people are gonna beat his ass up man People when he get on that beat, field, when he get on that field, people are gonna beat his ass up. And listen, but, I, I listen. He gonna have to take them licks, man. That's it, really. No, 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 wholeheartedly. And and it's like, how? And this is this what I'm saying. Yeah. Richard, Richard Sherman had to really school this guy on social media. Yeah. Really had to like really school him and talk, talk up, talk down, not talk down, but like really intelligent. Tell him like, dude, you're missing the mark. Completely on this. Yeah. But th that's a crazy thing. It's like so many people are missing the mark on what the protest, what the kneeling was about. Like, I don't even understand. Somebody tells you, yo, this is what it's about. This is the reason why I'm doing it. And then you still want to go on for the reason why you find it disrespectful. It's like, no, the flag doesn't. The flag. We're not a hive mind <laughs> where the flag means the same thing to every single person in the United States. All right. For for places for, for places overseas, the flag seems to be a joke, especially because the person who's in the White House right now. Uh, right? It's like, so we got to have, people have to better understand, try to have better understanding of, of other people's viewpoints. And the reason why they're doing something and actually hear them or I mean, listen, whatever. But they, they this lens that people look through of their privilege is like, yo, come on, man. That's not I can easily see why Cap is kneeling. Listen, if there's no police brutality, you know what Kaepernick wouldn't fucking be doing? He wouldn't be fucking kneeling. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, let's would, talk about that. And, and he, would have, he would still have a job today. Yeah, if motherfuckers wasn't killing black people for no fucking reason, Kaepernick wouldn't be kneeling. So how about you do your fucking job, right? Because it's something called cause and effect. You don't kill black people, you know what? You probably wouldn't want to fucking Super Bowl because Cap was your quarterback, not fucking porn star Jimmy G, right? He still would have a fucking job and he wouldn't be kneeling because you know what? Then there would be no injustice going on. So it would be no reason for Cap to kneel. But people don't think about that. Right, they just want you to protest their way, and listen, that's ridiculous to me. Go ahead. Anything else? I, I got nothing else, man. Okay. I got nothing else, bro. So let's talk about now. We're gonna talk about James Dolan, and hey, listen, I know, I know, ain't nobody really want to hear about James Dolan, but the problem is, is that. A lot of the NBA teams are giving uh, non-committal statements over the George Floyd thing, right? Mm -hmm. The players are doing immense jobs, leading protests, being part of protests, showing their face, showing their support, right? LeBron James, yet again, is at the forefront of that, right? Um, Jalen Brown. 
Jalen Brown. Giannis. Know. Yeah, Giannis, right? Even Westbrook, he had something in California. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Young. Yeah, today. Right, the NBA does a really good job of trying to be progressive. Uh, and I applaud Adam Silver for that, right? Because he's kind of the lead when it comes to men it's, it's, the it's not that and the players. It's not even the lead. He he he. He has a he has a he has a rapport with the players' association. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, obviously, so it, you have, so it yeah. helps. Yeah. It helps a lot. Like it helps. Like you, he can hear me. Like no, I, he can hear me. Like, he can hear, he can hear you. Hear the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he can hear me. <laughs> I hope he. That'd be goddamn awesome. Would but be. He, he 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 hears the players, and the players hear the head, and they, and they work together. They work together to find common ground, and then go out and push that ground out to the public. Yeah, you know. To say, hey, how can we, you know, get the message out like that Black Lives Matter? How can we get the message out like for equality and stuff like that? And he's always yeah. been good at that. Yeah. You know, and I applaud Adam Silver and the players and the players associated for that type of thing yeah. that they're doing. I need I need some owners to jump on board. I know there's been a couple a few. I know Greg Popovich, even though he's like coach. a GM. He's a GM. He's a, he's a GM coach. coach, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had he had the loudest, uh one of the loudest voices. He, regard- he, yeah, go ahead. He, he has been at the forefront of speaking about race relations from day one. Yeah. From day one. And he gets it. And it's not it's not like I it's it is sincere to me. I mm. feel he's sincere about it. I mean he's worked with a lot he yeah. like he's worked with black people for for his whole career, basically. Yeah. So he gets it. He's heard the stories. He's talked to his, these guys. You know? Yeah. He knows what you- he, but yeah, yeah. and it's not like to say, oh, he's experienced it. He's trying to look at it from their lens. Yeah. Yeah, like you've been saying, you gotta look at it from a certain lens. Yeah. And he's seeing like the super injustice that's been going on for years and years and years. He, yeah. he's talk about he even talked about for four hundred years. Yeah. You know, like he under Pop definitely understands, but you know who doesn't understand? James oh, Dolan. He just doesn't get it. Right. Just doesn't get it. And, right. and to think, people are out there risking their life for coronavirus. He had coronavirus. He did. And then you would, yeah, he did. He did. He did. No, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. And he still would say, "Oh, we're gonna stay neutral." What is neutral gonna freaking do? What neutral, is neutral gonna fucking do? Neutral doesn't do. What is what's neutral doing right now? And then the, his own players are pissed that he can't even shed a few words. For the injustice that has been that that has happened, you can't shed a few words. Yeah. I mean, damn. Like I can see why nobody wants to play. I mean, we already knew why nobody wanted to come to New York in the first place. It's a bad organization. Very yeah. bad organization. James, James Dolan, his leadership just it completely sucks. Right? Completely. It's like, all right. So I'm gonna read the statement um, that he did give. Right. And I'll let you, let me see, where is it at? Okay, so here's a statement. It says, we at Madison Square Garden stand by values of a respectful and peaceful workplace. We always will. As, <laughs> so, as, com- at, no, as companies in the business of sports and, ent- and entertainment, we are not any more qualified than anyone else to offer our opinion on social matters. And I'm like, and I read that, and I read that statement, and I'm like, there's nothing there. No, like, yeah, 
you you read that statement like, oh, I don't want to say something fucked up and and jeopardize my goddamn business. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's right? basically what the hell that sounds like. And this is not. And listen, we was talking about James Dolan way way before this. Oh, how yeah. bad of an owner he, he was. He has. We have a, we, we have shows on it. Check out the Spotify if you yeah. if you if you so choose. We hope you do. Mm-hmm. But we've been talking about this for way before. Yeah. This right here was the perfect opportunity to say, hey, we, we hear you people. But yeah, you want to see and take the people's goddamn money who sit in the front seat courts, Spike Lee included, you take his money yeah. and then say, oh, we want to be neutral. What the fuck neutral is going to do? Yeah, neutral neutral's not going to do anything. It, I mean, and it, you know what it it does? It makes the Knicks look really bad. Bad. Because, like I said, Dolan has committed a lot of atrocities over the year, right? But other organizations, and while their response or their team statement has been lukewarm, right? I think the Pelicans and the Wizards were the only ones that really said anything of substance, statement-wise, as an organization. The fact that the Knicks won't say anything to me is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And this shows yet again why players don't want to play for Dolan. It's you, ridiculous. You, you you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to play for Dolan because he he really he just does he just cares about his bottom line. It's right? it's, it's money driven. That's it. It's like a devil in a fat man suit. That's how I look at Dolan. Too many of those going around, my man. Yeah, no, you're right. But I'm saying it's like you don't even give out a statement. It's like, come on. Like, say something. Like, I'm I'm glad your workplace is peaceful and respectful. That's fantastic. And I'm pretty sure people under was like, oh, James, he should say something. And you're like, no. Your players, like 70% of your players, if not maybe 90% of your players are black. Yeah. They would love to have your support on something that's on, on an issue that's been going on for years and years and years and years and years. He's like, nah, I pay you, right? <laughs> He's like, I pay you. So who the fuck cares if you pay me or not? Ain't nobody coming to see us play now. Yeah, hey, we're gonna do no, that I that I can't agree with. People are going to watch the Knicks play. And listen. Uh, listen, this is this a different time now. I, I mean, mean they, they they ain't gonna watch it now because they ain't in the playoffs at all, and they've been bad for like 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, but they've been, they've been pretty bad. But listen, I did like the, that one year Carmelo was there though. Like that one leave, year where, where the Baron Davis and let's leave that for another time. I'm just saying, man. Come I'll on. have time to cre- the, 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 the despair of that shit another time. That was a good team. Bullshit, but go ahead. That was t- that was 2014 next team, was it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like believe so. Team. I did like that team. But Mike Woodson. Yeah. Yes, right? Why does Mike Woodson not have a job? He was such a good coach. Such a good coach. That is James fucking have... Dolan. That's why. No, I'm saying, like, why doesn't he have a job again? Like, I get Dolan fired him, but why doesn't he have a job? Because he, the Knicks were good. The Knicks were good under. Uh, it's, 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 a bad, it's a bad stain in the coaching ranks. Like, once you come, like, Dan Tony survived. Yeah. Dan Tony survived it, but for some reason, Mike Wilson didn't survive it. But you got to remember, Dan Tony survived it because of those years with the Phoenix Suns. Like, they, those Phoenix Suns teams should have won at least one championship. They were really good. I know. With Amari and the Matrix and Steve Nash, right? All right. So I want to talk about, and we touched on it last episode, but. 
it's it official seems, now. It's official. The format for the upcoming, the well, the recommencing of the NBA season is happening and should start. Well, the tentative date, I guess, is still July thirty first. Mm. Right. Um. So twenty two teams will be returning to play. I feel bad. I don't know who the twenty two teams are. Well, it's the original sixteen. And then Phoenix. Mm-hmm. I don't know why Phoenix is there. San Antonio, New Orleans, Washington, Portland, and Memphis. Yeah. Okay. So the so it's yeah the sixteen teams and then the current playoff position teams that are like six games or fewer behind the eighth seed in their respective conference. That's who would be coming back, right? Right. And uh, and, and basically, it's going to be like a round robin type deal in a yeah. sense. Yeah. And the um, I guess at the end of this round, round robin thing, yeah. if a team is within three to four games of the eight seed, then yeah. there will be a playing game. Yeah, a playing oh, yeah. apparently. Yeah. What do you think about that, Joe? I mean, listen, I like it. Uh, I, I love it. I mean, it's it's saying right now. It says the season will start with seating with eight seating games for each returning team and then include the possibility of a play-in tournament for the eighth and final playoff seed in each conference, depending on combined records across regular season games and seeding games. Uh, once the 16-team playoff field is set, the NBA playoff will proceed in a traditional conference-based format Good. with four rounds and best-of-seven series in each round. The NBA's final will end no later than October 12th. And then the yeah. and then and then the backlash to that is yeah if there's a game seven October then there's a immediate shift to December I mean you'll have your training camps the draft and all that stuff but it's a yeah. back, back into December first yeah and I said listen like I said last week they should just start Christmas Day like yeah. everybody knows this to start Christmas Day yeah that's not a no brainer and 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 also for me with these like I said. I think they should have just went with the 16 teams. And and if you want to do the 16 teams, you do it by true 1 through 16. Forget the yeah. conferences. That would have been nice. That I, that would have been nice. I would have liked that. But I get that you're kind of scrambling to come back. And this is a you know, meeting with the governors and players association and the commissioner discussing this. So I get the easy thing is to just go with the conferences and then the guys in each conference who are six or game six games behind or fewer uh will get a chance to compete in these seeding games to get the eighth spot. I like it, but it would have been interesting because I am a little tired with the the conference setup. Because like I said, nobody wants to see Milwaukee play Orlando first round. It was going to happen anyway. Yeah, because you know how that's going to go. Um, but I understand that the NBA needs to come back because they lost a lot of money. Um, and I'm not. Dollars. Yeah, I'm not against the format. I'm not against the format. I want to see what these seating games will entail because I still kind of know that I still feel like when the season comes back and while they're playing, they're going to have to be some troubleshooting. A little bit with this this new format, um, but I'm just really about. I'm worried about the injuries, right? I'm worried about the injuries because if they're talking about the season's going to begin December first, 
of uh this year i mean that's two months They're, okay so this is what this is how the schedule is looking tentatively right now mm-hmm. uh okay the season resumes on the 31st the nba draft lottery would be rescheduled for august 25th the nba draft would be held on october 15th and the regular season next season would be would start on december 1st of 2020 this year right I don't like that, it. That's a lot. That's a lot. If you're thinking about playing up until October or no later than October and then to come back for a regular season month and a half, that's a lot. It's not even that. With that, it's also what happens if someone contracts the coronavirus? I don't, you shut then it down. Then what? Shut it down. Just make sure nobody, uh, Rudy Gobert's the mission. What? Well, you know what I'm saying? There's nobody. There's uh, Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Yeah, I mean that's it. That's all you could really do. Uh, I mean, like now, you know, we kind of got things into set in motion when it comes to so the, the social distancing, what what precautions need to be made or t- taken to to make sure that you're safe. So I'm pretty sure teams will be abiding by those ro- those rules, uh, pretty closely. Um, and and one last thing, the only reason to me, I know a lot of people feel this way. A mm-hmm. lot of people feel like this whole seating Ron Robinson is going on because they wanted Zion in the damn thing. That'll be nice. That'll be nice. But we gotta I, see. But he listen. He'll have time. He's gonna have time to get into the playoff and do all that stuff. Like let the natural thing happen. Get yeah. the sixteen teams you need. I feel all, you. Because all you're doing is putting these teams, these extra teams, in danger. Yeah. I don't even know why Phoenix is in there because they wasn't gonna make it. Oh God, please don't talk about. It. I hate Phoenix. They I mean, I don't hate them, it. but I just they're just abysmal. They're horribly wrong. Come on, franchise. All right, guys, I want to thank you for tuning in to episode 100 of Let's Be Real Sports. 100. Right. Yeah. I appreciate all the support. Uh, I can't wait until you we show you guys our new. Uh, studio because it's going to be super fly, right? It's going to be awesome. I'm sounding like Trump now. I should, uh, <laughs> I should, I should, use, I should use more words. But, <laughs> but uh, if uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, uh, make sure to hit us up on lbrstalk at gmail.com. If you got any suggestions Peace. about topics, uh, hit that email. Uh, go to the our Facebook page, blog page where lbr sports blog where sherman quincy do a good job of posting content in between episodes you can hit us up on youtube at let's be real sports subscribe 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 and spotify subscribe 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 word uh so i want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode and you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend and for those motherfuckers who have to go to work i feel bad for you peace